0: Well, a group of scientists out of the University of Cambridge have discovered materials that could solve one of the biggest sources of frustration in your life. Your cell phone's slowly charging batteries. Material chemist Kent Griffith is one of them, and he joins us on the show right now. Kent, where do our current batteries fall short?
1: In your lithium-ion battery in your phone right now. It has two electrodes and this is uh, how it stores charge. So it moves lithium ions back and forth between what's called a cathode and an anode. And so this um, anode is made of graphite, which is the same as the carbon in a pencil. The lithium ions can't move quickly enough and safely through the graphite anode that we have now in order to charge them much faster than we do. So it might take you say roughly two hours or one hour at least to charge your phone right now and that's about the limit of how fast graphite can safely go. So
0: you guys have discovered a brand new category of materials that can be used to allow batteries to charge to their full capacity in minutes.
1: Yeah so the materials uh, that we've discovered are a family of compounds called niobium tungsten oxide and the name um, is is pretty unfamiliar it's not as, as common as say graphite and pencils but actually, niobium is a, a common element used in to make steel, um, and tungsten is uh, probably best known for being like the tungsten filament in lots of light bulbs. Yeah, um, older light bulbs. And we've made a metal oxide compound out of these. Um, so basically, we react them with oxygen and have made structures that can store lithium ions um, in the same way or in a similar way that graphite does. The difference being that in our materials, uh, the lithium ions can move around very fast, and so you could insert all of the lithium ions that you need to, um, to charge your phone or remove them all in a matter of minutes. And that's what's fundamentally different. Because of the electronics, uh, it's also a bit of a safer process. What led you and your group of researchers to these compounds? When scientists first discovered them in the 60s, they were purely interested just in how the atoms arranged themselves. So there was no application in mind. This was when we were first just discovering, it was a, it's sort of fundamental science, just discovering how atoms arrange themselves. Um, And so then those were sort of put in a database um, and and not really touched for about 50 years. I had been studying some related compounds, and I kind of realized this sort of category of atomic structures seemed like they would allow very fast lithium motion that that you would want in a high-rate lithium ion battery. And so I started looking for other materials that had similar structures, and that's how I found um, these papers and these materials that, that scientists had discovered the structure of in 1965, but had just never been looked at since then for, for any application, really. Um, and, and so that's how we sort of arrived at them as a, as a, a long-lost um, battery material.
0: Is there a way to patent what you found? Because this, to me, sounds like you guys could stand to make a lot of money off this.
1: We've patented the um, uh, compositions and the structures and the, the application of these niobium tungsten oxides. And so then we're moving forward now, in, in, um along the, the sort of commercialization process, it, it's really early on right now. You know, we're just um, sort of a month in from the from the patent application, but uh, we are moving forward with with that aspect of it of it as well.
0: Yeah, but it's a game changer. I mean, have you been approached by people like Apple?
1: Um, we uh, have had. Some discussions with people, <laughs> but I, I think I probably ought not to say okay. more than that.
0: I can hear how careful um, you're being. I just think it's such a great <laughs> idea. How long would it take to get something like this to market? Because I imagine if you partnered with somebody like an Apple or a Samsung or an LG, let's not pick favorites. But if you partnered with them, you could get it to market a lot quicker. What are we looking at as far as time frame and realistically, us getting one of these batteries that could charge in a matter of minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the big question now on everybody's mind who's interested is, is now that we've discovered it, how can we get it into uh, our phones? And so um, the best example is, um, is Toshiba, who is working on um, some, some kind of similar, who has in the past worked on some kind of similar materials. And trying. they're, they're, they're um, the ones who have been trying to bring high-rate batteries to market. Uh, So there are companies who have some experience um, because actually we've um, found a new anode material, but a battery actually contains several other components. And so to have a high-rate battery in your phone, you need not just one high-rate electrode, but you need something that complements it. Um, And there are some other uh, just sort of technical aspects that you have to optimize as well. So it's not just you only have to do this one thing and then you're good to go, but there are companies who have been – Um, already working on developing these these higher technologies with other materials and we believe our material could could be even better and therefore sort of maybe accelerate that push towards market
0: are there any other applications for this type of battery charging speed beyond phones
1: yeah so one area that is um is going to take even more development um but there's a huge incentive for is for um faster charging uh vehicles right so electric vehicle batteries um, because you know, one of the main um, things that sort of holds people back from switching over is if you have, if it takes an you know an hour or or even 30 minutes to charge your car, um, it, it, that's a lot different than the sort of you know five minutes it takes to fill up your fuel tank. And so um, there's you know a huge worldwide effort to try and speed up battery charging in electric vehicles. Um, and the, the reason I say this is so, and and these are from the materials perspective. You know, these are materials that we believe could play a role in that. But then there are even more things that have to be um, – because of the amount of charge that, that it takes to, to, say, recharge a car, um, even the grid you know, that supplies the power has to sort of be redesigned to uh, if you wanted to charge a car in five minutes, um, but, but down the road. So, so I, I just want to make it clear that that's not what we're saying will happen now, right. but down the road, that is the thing that, that you know everyone is working toward, and we believe that these materials are a part of that picture. Um, Uh, because the materials themselves should be capable of doing it. And so if we can bring all the other pieces together, you know, it can accelerate than the time it would take to charge a car. And it also plays a role in, in, for example, how fast the acceleration would be, because if you can charge the battery fast, Mm. then you can discharge it fast. And so you could use some of that power to drive faster acceleration and to to give a better driving experience. And along with that is interest in, in things that would want to recharge fast, like electric buses and trams. And so these are applications where they're especially interested in fast charging technologies because they want to be able to charge at every stop um, and just be able to sort of get a quick, you know, one minute or however long it takes to load the bus recharge. Um, but obviously then you need a material and, and it wouldn't be a full charge, but but to, to get a partial charge in a minute or two when it stops, you, then you could sort of run your bus continuously without having to take it out of action for um, you know, a few hours to, to fully charge.
0: Ken, how difficult is it as a as scientist to convince people to fund research into something that, you know, uh, was discovered ages ago that people have just passed over? I mean, because there could potentially be so many other discoveries that are being ignored right now that actually could be used to a fuller potential with um, the advancement in technology and where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this this kind of discovery highlights the role that we need for for this sort of basic research um, in in looking at new materials, because obviously with something like this, we couldn't say for sure that we would find something, um, and and that's sort of you know part of our spirit is to keep uh, exploring what's out there so that we can find things with performance that we just don't have right now.
0: I look forward to having a phone that actually charges in minutes one day, and and thinking <laughs> back to this interview, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, great. Thank you very much for having me.